Well, I was ordained nine years ago, and my first assignment was at St. Barnabas in Northfield. And I had a wonderful friend there. He was kind of like a grandfather. He's since his, his deceased. But he used to take me to breakfast a lot of times at the Cracker Barrel. It was like his big thing to do. Now, you know, you can't walk through the Cracker Barrel without buying something at the beginning, right? So um, I was kind of like Father Jeremy back then, like just running around crazy, doing like way too much, you know. I keep telling Father Jeremy, man, you got to have some like boundaries, man. You got to say no to some things. But when you're newly ordained, you're just so excited to be a part of everything. And I still am, but uh, hopefully I've learned a little bit more balance over the years. But as a joke, this, this man Richard got me this sign. And this is the sign I want to just use for the homily this morning. So the sign says, and I hang it on my office door. There will be no crises this week. My schedule is full. <laughs> Wouldn't we all like to have that sign on our door? There's no crises today. My schedule is full. And I think sometimes that's how we, we tend to approach life. You know what I mean? We say, like, this is what I plan to do today, and nothing better get in the way of it. And anytime there is an interruption, it really throws us off, right? And we think, man, I didn't do anything that I was supposed to do today. And yet God often comes to us in the form of a crisis. God often comes to us in ways that we don't expect, plan, or sometimes even want. That's the way God comes to us. And I think about the crises of his birth. You know, so Mary was nine months pregnant and she was riding a donkey all the way to Bethlehem. And then when she gets to Bethlehem, there's no room in any inns. And she finally, they, Joseph finds one inn and the innkeeper says, well, I have no room, but I have this manger. He was someone that allowed this crisis into his life. And because of that, Christ was born in a manger. Well, the reality is Advent for us is a time of being open, a time of welcoming. So we hear in the second reading today, Paul was writing to the Romans and he says, Brothers and sisters, whatever was written previously in, in my instruction, that by endurance and by the encouragement of scriptures, we might have hope. So he goes on to encourage them and he says that we, we must welcome one another as Christ welcomed you for the glory of God. And he's talking to both the Jews and the Gentiles. He's saying we have to welcome one another just as we are. You know, I think about even the tension right now after, I thought after the election everything would be fine. Like once that was over, we would at least know who was our president. But now the tension is still there. The divide, dividedness is still there. And the reality is, we all need to come together, whether Democrat or Republican, whether uh, conservative or, or liberal, you know, whether whoever we are, we all need to come together as one. And that's ultimately what Jesus came into the world to do, to save us and to bring us together as one family. But he often comes in messy ways. He often comes in ways that we can't um, expect. One of my favorite uh, things that one of our seminary teachers used to always say to us is that every interruption is an invitation. They used to say that to us. So like if we're working and studying in our door and somebody knocks on our door, we're supposed to drop what we're doing and, and talk to them. Every interruption is an opportunity or an invitation to grace. We always seem to be so busy. And one thing I hope that's never said about me is he was too busy. And no matter how busy we are, I hope people don't think that that's our identity. You know that the last thing that will be said about me is, oh, Father Michael, he was busy. I want you to think about the, this Advent. Every time you get interrupted, it's an invitation. The reality is, no matter how busy we think we are, our schedules better never be too full for Christ. 
You know, so we can say no to everyone else and everything else. There's a lot going on and we have to say no to a lot of things, right? But hopefully when Christ comes, we say yes. And there will be times during this Advent season where he's calling you to do something. Maybe he's calling you to pray. Maybe he's calling you to a retreat or calling you to some kind of, you know, Advent special thing like we have Messiah's, uh, Handel's Messiah's today and we have our, our Advent uh, Reflections Tuesday nights. Our schedules are full, but we always better have some openness for Christ to come into our lives. And so I just encourage you to think about that this Advent season. Do you have that sense of welcoming? You know, do you have the sense of, of being open to the crisis that may come into your life? Or are you like me when you have this sign above your door and says, there will be no crisis this week. My schedule is full. Now I hang this above my door because it's a joke. You know, the reality is priests, we have to deal with crises all the time. And hopefully our schedule is never too full for God to enter into our lives. And so think about that this Advent, that Advent is ultimately supposed to be a retreat for you. It's supposed to be a retreat. So find a way to slow down, find a way to open up your schedule for the crises that may come, find a way to allow yourselves to be open to the interruptions that are really invitations to God's grace. Don't ever allow your schedule to be too full to welcome God into your life.